words and action may change those around us. However, what happens when honor gains ground? And influence our lives? Honor. Give honor to whom it is due. Hello everybody! Wow, it feels so good! Go, 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 go! Hey, welcome to tonight's message. It's a message about honoring in. And I want to take you on a journey. I want to take you on a run. On the run of honor, you know? Because I believe if you master this run, if you know how to honor yourself, you're gonna run the race until the very end and you actually will be fulfilled till the very end of your life. So tonight's message is called Honor In. We're in this message about honoring and as I just said, I want to take you on a journey. I will talk about your marathon of life, your marathon, how to honor yourself, how to do you good. At the end of the day, at the end of your run, you will have lived a life of fulfillment and you will be saying, hey, this was a life worth living. I will talk tonight about my starting number. I will talk about two special pills and I will talk about how to honor yourself. But first, let's recap of what we were talking in this message series called Honor. We were talking and we were finding out that honor is a Hebrew, in the, in the, in the Bible, the Hebrew word for honor is kawet. And kawet means weight. So if I say I'm honoring you, that means I'm putting weight on you. I'm honoring your opinion means I'm putting weight on your opinion. I'm honoring of what you're doing means I'm honoring, I'm putting weight on what you're doing. We are finding out that actually honoring people is something, is an art that we somehow here, especially in the European world, we have lost it. And we have to recapture it, we have to regain it, we have to rethink what it means to honor. We are finding out that God is honor and he lives that out. I want to draw it again to you. Pastor Leo was drawing that we are finding out that God is the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and this triangle. Yeah, awesome. And we are finding out that actually the Father is honoring the Son. He says, this is my beloved Son. His name is Jesus and you have to listen to him. But Jesus on the other side, he's honoring back. He's saying, you know, I'm not here on earth to, to live my life. I'm actually here on earth to, to live out the will of God. He's honoring the Father. And it goes all the way around. The son is honoring the Holy Spirit. He says, you know, it's good for you that I'm leaving. Because after me, the Holy Spirit will come and he will teach you the way. He will lead you into all the truth. So the Holy, Jesus is honoring the Holy Spirit. And on the other side, the Holy Spirit is there that we, um, one reason is that we actually recognize our sin, that we need forgiveness and that we need a savior. So he is putting honor and leading us to Jesus and all the way around. You know, I don't have the time to, you know, talk about all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it always goes back and forth. And this is honor. So the Trinity is living that out. They are putting weight on each other. They are living that out. We were talking about that Bible verse in 1 Peter 12, verse 17. Honor all people. Honor all people. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. 
honor the king. And we found out yet last week, last week, honor doesn't only mean respect, because respect you have to earn. You have to earn someone's respect because they are living a good life, they are living out some good deeds or whatever, and then you respect that person. Honor actually means, putting weight means that we honor a person no matter what their lifestyle is. And this is what God, or what Peter now is talking to us. It's no matter how our lifestyle is, we have to honor people because people are created in the image of God. And God put weight on people and we have to honor other people. We are talking about, if it says honor all people, we were talking about honoring up, honoring God, but also honoring our leaders, politicians, um, bosses, people that are above us in a kind of like a hierarchy. We are talking about honoring down people that are below us in some sort of way. We were talking about last week about honoring to the side. We had an awesome message from Nick Legler about what it means to live this concept of honor within a marriage, honoring to the side. But you may ask yourself, what about me? Honoring all people also includes me, right? Yeah, and you. You may ask yourself, what about me? And we're going to talk tonight about honoring ourselves. I actually want to talk about this here, about this number. And I don't know if you have heard about that. I actually stole that number, that life formula from a pastor in America. His name is Rick Warren. And he always talks about something that is most important. If you live out that kind of lifestyle, like the 2-2 and 2-8 kind of lifestyle, then you're putting weight on your life. Then you're honoring yourself and you're reaching your destination. You live out a life of fulfillment. What does these two numbers mean? I call it the life formula. You know, the most important thing in life. These two numbers, 22 and 28, are standing for two Bible verses. And hopefully you go home and never forget these two numbers. It's Matthew 22 and Matthew 28. And I want to read it to you right now because actually I think these are one of the two most important Bible verses in the Bible. If you run that race, if you're aiming that direction, if this is your starting number and this is you're aiming for, then you're living a life of honor. Matthew 22. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Love Him with all your mind. This is the first and most important commandment. And the second is like, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Jesus was saying this to a person who was asking, what is the most important thing in my life? What goal should I reach? How can I put weight on my life? What should I aim for? And then Matthew 28, the next Bible verse says, it's the very last words of Jesus to his disciples. He's saying, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, I am with you always to the very end of the age. In these two Bible verses, we find out it's all about love. It's about these three dimensions of love. It's about loving God. It's about loving my neighbor and loving myself. It's honoring up. It's honoring to the side and down. And it's honoring in. And then it's all about giving away, spreading this love to other people and making disciples. 
So, it's all about love. We found that out. Friedrich II, Friedrich II, a ruler of the Roman German Empire in the Mid-Ages, he found that out as well. He was very thirsty for knowledge and he did some sometimes weird experiments. He was trying to find out what the proto-language, what the first language of the world, before this whole story of the Tower of Babel was happening and we have all these languages now, what was the proto-language, what was the first language? And for that reason, to find that out, he took newborn babies away from parents and he was giving them to nannies and he was telling them what you are to give to them is only the life necessities. Food, maybe a blanket, maybe every once in a while a bath, but what you are not to do. You're not allowed to speak to them, to give them some sort of affirmation or anything. And he was thinking, okay, if they don't speak to them, if there's no affirmation, nothing at all, what language they will start talking, the babies, this will be the proto-language. And maybe you heard about that experiment. It totally failed. It was horrible because every single baby died. So he found out through these experiments the hard way, love is necessary. And I think it's the same with honor. If you don't feel honored yourself, if you don't feel loved yourself, you will, eventually you will die. Actually, you cannot go one step or two steps in the run of your race if you don't feel loved. So how can you honor other people if you don't feel you're honored to yourself? I think it's, this is interdependent. It has to do with each other. So I think honoring in as the last title of our message series is basically the foundation, the basis of everything else, how to honor. You cannot honor up, you cannot honor to the side, you cannot honor down if you don't feel honored yourself. Are you with me? Okay, so what does that mean? I think the foundation of honor is love, that God is with me, he is for me. And I think actually God is not only for me, he is my biggest fan. In this run of life, he is my biggest fan. Go, he says, go. Go, 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 He says, go, 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 go. This is go. What? Okay. Okay. Did I do something wrong or what? Okay. I did something wrong. Okay. Okay. I thought God is for me. I think actually... What we are seeing here is a picture of God that many of us sometimes have. That God is this referee and he's whistling his whistle and saying, no, you're wrong, you're doing something wrong. Here's the yellow card and you do one more wrong thing, then you have the red card and then you are out of the race. You are out of the game, right? But I'm here to tell you tonight, this is not the God we are believing in. This is not the God of Christianity. The God who came down in person, in the person of Jesus Christ. He is my biggest fan. So bye-bye. Thank you very much, Lucas, for playing a wonderful referee. I think God is my biggest fan. He is for me, right? He is the go, go, go God. He is a fan. That's right. Come on. Come on. Why don't we all stand up and have a little bit of a stadium atmosphere? Stand up to your feet and go, 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 go. And imagine this is God cheering you on right now. Okay, I need some more people here. Come on, church. I don't think you have to. Yeah, don't 
Don't get tired go, of my go, message. Go, Come on. Go, 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 go. This go, is God. Go, he is go, cheering go, you go, on. Go, I want go, to read a Bible go, verse in this go, go, go mentality. I want to read Zephaniah 3 verse 17. He is saying the Lord is your God is in your midst. He is the go, go, go God. He is a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He says, go, go, go. He's the go, go, go God. He will also quiet you by his love, but he will exalt you over you with loud singing. He is jubileeing. He is exalting. He says, go, 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 go. This is the God we are believing in. And this is the God who is for you. He is your biggest fan. And I think we need to let that sink down in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls. Because sometimes we think he is that referee, right? But he is actually our biggest fan. He is for us. For all the introverts here, I'm sorry that I had to cheer on, you know, <laughs> yourself on. I want to do a little exercise with you. You can be seated, you can be quiet. Try to feel your pulse, your heartbeat. You can do it on your heart. You can do it here. For me, it works best here. I believe every heartbeat is a love beat, a fan beat of God saying, I'm for you. Boom, 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 for you. It's a yes Yes, yes to your person, yes to your looks, yes to your talents, yes to your gifts, yes to your personality, a yes to you, just as you are. Yes, 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 yes. He is our biggest fan. He is for you. He's not against you. This is our God. But I don't think he's only our fan always saying, yeah, you're so great, you know. I think he's also our biggest coach. He's not only my biggest fan, he's also my biggest coach. And that means he, is, he gives me tips, he gives me nutrition, he gives me actually two, and I want to talk, he gives me a whole lot of nutrition, but I want to talk of two vitamin pills he is giving me and he's giving you. He is giving me as a coach and he wants me to win the race. He's for me whenever I'm tired. You know, he's there on the side, cheer, not only cheering me on, but also giving me tips. And he's there ready with these vitamin pills. And the first vitamin pill is vitamin T. Vitamin T. Amazing vitamin, okay? Vitamin, who wants a vitamin T? Anyone for a vitamin T? I think you need a vitamin T, Andrew, Eleanor as well. A little further here, Sean, huh? Maybe all the way up there. I have no idea who's sitting there. A vitamin T. All right. Vitamin T means the two honor pills. Time with God. The way how you honor yourself, the way how you believe that God is not only your biggest fan that gives you weight, but also he wants, he's for you and he wants to give you life th throughout the whole race. Weight and honor is through spending time with him. The side effects of time with God and maybe you've recognized that, is you will build trust in God. Another T, huh? Time with God will lead into trust. You're trusting your life. He's for me. Wow, this is good. And that will give me stability. That will give me confidence. That will give me peace. That will give me joy. That will give me an overall better life. And maybe you ask yourself sometimes, there's all kinds of books about it. How do I spend time with God? You know, how, do, how does it work? You know, I want to make it very practical because you can read all these books 
I want to ask five people here on stage how they honor themselves, how they put weight on their lives. And I found out, and because of that, I said it's vitamin T. It all somehow has to do something with being in intimacy and being spending time with God. So let's give these five people a big hand. Welcome on stage, Mr. Henrique Leiter, Lukas Nink, Mariana Leiter, Jos Koyer, and Jenny Nink. So good to have you here. That was a quiet applause, okay, because you don't know what they are talking. Yeah, this is a, bit, a little bit better, yeah. <laughs> so quiet tonight. Okay, hey, um, I asked you, and just tell me in a nutshell, what does it mean? How, how do you honor yourself? How do you do that? Awesome. Hello, everyone. Well, um, I love dancing. It is part of me. It's an expression of my personality. I really enjoy it. And to me, it is very special when I bring this, this passion that I have for dancing with my time with God. And how do I do this? Especially, well, I need to be alone first of all, and second of all, I use it specially when I feel down. And this is my way to say, hey, I'm not gonna follow my emotions. I wanna praise, I wanna honor God in the way how he made me. So I put some music and then I start just dancing for him as an example of Miriam in the what, Bible. Hip-hop dance or Zumba? No, or some, some worship music. Yeah, worship, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I tell you why, yeah. because for me, this dancing time with God, it is, intimacy it's not just about just moving whatever it's having a, a time of intimacy and to remember not that he's not only my father but he's my beloved one and I want to enjoy him in that way and out of that relationship then I remember who I am and I remember that I am loved that I am accepted that I am awesome and that he is with me and that he's for me and then I'm refilled again yeah For me, honoring myself is um, living out my talents and passions that, gave, that God gave me. I love mountain biking, so I take a few days off and I go to a really nice country with a friend. I take my mountain bike and my tent and we go find for a really good mountain bike trails where we can get some adrenaline and uh, get the feeling that I'm alive. And then at night we go to the farm and set up our tents and we sleep both in a separate tent. But then I worship God in my tent and I um, ask God, what do you want to tell to me uh, during these days? And that's for me honoring God or yeah, honoring myself. Yes. Uh, for me, uh, honoring myself lately is just taking a quiet time to myself. Usually I go to Starbucks and get uh, my, my special chai latte that I love and sometimes even get a special muffin. And I just have a quiet time with myself and God is not something that spiritual, but I really think it, it is important to have a quiet time with yourself to think about your life plan and just rest a little bit. So for me, I honor myself. I like honoring myself like this lately. I do normally have quite intense days, so the mornings have for me a very special meaning uh, when I discovered that because I really think the start in the day defines how you will perform during that day. So, uh, yeah, I strongly believe that when we want to honor God in giving the first 10% of our finances or so on, we should also do that with our time in the early morning. So that's what I try to do for quite a while now. The only problem is just that there is always something in between and that's this little thing. Just quickly check Facebook in the morning, just quickly uh, check the emails, whatever it is. 
takes so much of my energy when I start this day. And so what I did lately is just ban the whole internet, the whole mobile phone out of uh, my mornings just to give God the first moments of this day. And in honoring God in this moment, I honor myself for the best possible start in this day. Hi, lately in the last 18 months, uh, I simply decided not to go to my workplace with a bus. I decided to work, uh, to go to work by basically walking. So during this path for 30 minutes, I simply put my headset, I'm worshiping God at the same time, I'm going through the whole agenda of meetings that I have, I'm even praying for people from my team, and um, I, I feel that once, once I arrive at, at my workplace, I'm, I'm, I'm having like a, a different behavior to start the day, and if you, if you pass through around 8.30 or 9 a.m. Uh, in front of Seal City, probably you'll see like a crazy guy talking to, to, to himself, which is me, so probably you'll see someone uh, in this prayer moment, uh, walking to work. So good. Hey, thank you so much. Sorry. All kinds of creative ways how to take these vitamin T's, you know, and I think you have to find your own style. What works for me, uh, besides basically it's doing the same thing as Lucas was saying, the first thing I want to do in the morning is not to open up my Facebook or whatever, but to open up the Bible. But what I'm doing twice a week is I go to the gym and I work out and then I do wellness and in this wellness time I'm just there um, and having my Bible with me and I'm asking God sometimes I ha have worship music and I have the best moments you know I first um, it's great to feel physically you know to, to, to use your body and, and at the same time then it's great to hear from God and you have to find your own ways, but I think vitamin T is essential to put weight on your life, to live out a life of honor, to live out a life of fulfillment, doing yourself something good. There's another vitamin uh, pill I want to talk about in this marathon race of fulfillment, and it's called vitamin D. So we have vitamin T, ladies and gentlemen, and vitamin D. Vitamin D is also very good. Who wants a vitamin D? Yeah, come on here. Yeah, great. And then there, oh my goodness, I hope I, uh-oh. Well, okay, and now we see if you're Michael Jackson or not. No, just kidding, <laughs> if you still eat it or not. Vitamin D means doing good. And maybe you think this is sounding, this is a contradiction. How do I honor myself in actually putting my focus away from myself and doing something good for some other people? And it might seem in, uh, standing in contradiction. You're right. But I think there is a mysterious way of if you focus away from yourself, you do something good for other people, then actually it does you good as well. Okay, this, sound good, this sounds great in theory for some people, for some not. Um, I want to ask Dania right now on stage because she lived that out, how to do something good in the midst of a lack or a need she had. Hey, good to have you here, Dania. Another applause. Yes, so good. So I want to ask you, Dania, how are you living that out in a specific situation, this vitamin D doing good? Okay, so it started around one and a half year uh, ago. I was single and I asked God, okay, what can I do instead of going out useless? What can I do with my time? And then while I was talking to a friend, um, 
I had the idea, okay, let's investigate, investigate investment into marriages. And then I thought, okay, what shall I do? And um, thinking again, I thought, okay, babysitting. So the, the couple can go out having a date night by themselves and I'm looking after the children. And in the end, these marriages are also a good thing for me when I will be one time married so I can also learn from them. So I started, I asked Bjorn and uh, Simone to uh, take care of their children once a month and Saturday evening or Saturday the whole day and they had their time for themselves. And for me it was a huge blessing because um, kids gives me a lot of uh, um, happiness and good moments and they also had their moments for themselves. And then um, a few months ago I went to Cuba and um, yeah, God gave me a man, I met a guy and uh, we, got, we got the visa. He came here with me now and I was in December, I was there as well and we got engaged and we will get married now. So he's here for today for the first time and yeah, I, I see that in the end it was a huge blessing for me to take care of the kids. I think this is such a big testimony. It did me and my wife amazingly good. You are a great babysitter. Our kids love you. We had the best date nights ever. And uh, I think the interesting thing is through looking away from the lack, I need a family, I also want to have a family, and doing something good for other people, it, it blessed you. And I want, to, I want to say thank you so much for investing in our children. I have for you and Adrian, your fiancé, who's sitting right there, a little... Go out to the movies and now you have a date night. Thank you so much for everything you're doing and investing in our, to our children. Let's give her another big hand, Dania. In case you need a babysitter, she's already taken. <laughs> hey, these two pills, vitamin T and vitamin D, I think are essential for the marathon of your life and to honor yourself. The secret behind it, I think, there is a, as I said, there is a secret behind it. Rick Warren puts it like this in his book, Purpose Driven Life, a New York Times bestseller. So many million copies sold. A book about how to live out a purpose driven life, how to live out a fulfillment in your life, how to put honor and weight on your life. The first sentence of his book is, it's not about me. And I think there's so much in that saying. I want to come back to the first verse, 1 Peter 12, verse 17. Honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king, to wrap this up. And I want to see and look very quick, who is writing that Bible verse? It's Peter, the disciple. It's a total grenade. He is courageous. He is always the first. He is always the one who is um, going first and he's in the front rows, always very passionate about God and then passionate about something else. Sometimes I feel myself in Peter's life, always a big mouth and sometimes something good comes out of it. <laughs> but he actually was unable to receive honor from Jesus. Did you know that? There was this last meal they're having with Jesus and Jesus and, and a servant was missing who was washing the feet that was part of the culture before you enter the house you get your feet washed and Jesus was standing there the master the king in the last meal with the disciples and he came to Simon Peter John 13 verse 6 who said to him Lord now are you going to wash my feet 
Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, no. You shall never wash my feet. Peter was unable to receive honor in this moment from Jesus. Peter was also unable to honor other people. Five chapters later, John, uh, in John 18, you can read that in the Garden Gethsemane where Jesus was about to get arrested. Peter was cutting off a soldier's ear. He was unable to honor other people. Peter also, in the same chapter, was unable to honor Jesus. He was not only unable to receive honor from Jesus, but also to honor Jesus. He was arrested, Jesus was arrested, and Peter was sitting at a campfire, right? And um, in the courtyard of uh, where Jesus was arrested, and, and some were asking him, are you not one of his disciples? Are you not belonging to Jesus? They asked him three times, and three times Peter said, no, I don't know this guy. He was unable to honor Jesus in one of those most important moments where he could actually honor him. And that same Peter is writing now in this Bible verse, honor all people as if this is important for him, as, as this, this is one of his life messages he is about to give. Something obviously must have happened in between John 18 and 1 Peter 2, right? And I think it all happened at the barbecue of honor. They were sitting at a campfire again. Peter was having fish and chips, fish barbecue with Jesus. And they were sitting at a campfire. And now Jesus was asking Peter some questions. He said, he said, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Why did Jesus ask Peter three times? Obviously, Jesus did not have any ear problems after his resurrection. He needed to hear three times. He was, he had affirmation. He was the beloved son of God. He didn't need to hear it three times. He didn't understand, it was not that he didn't understand, but I think Jesus was giving Peter his dignity back because Peter in the third time remembered, oh my goodness, this fire, I remember the sound of this fire. I denied him three times. Now he gives me all the honor back. Jesus was spending time with Peter. Peter was responding. He was eating vitamin T pills. He was spending time at the barbecue of honor with Jesus. And after that, Jesus said to him, now feed my sheep, now do good. You know, if you understand Matthew 22, that you are loved from God, you will be able to love others yourself and you will be able to go and make disciples. I want to pray it now with you. I don't know where you're at in your spiritual journey, but I want to give you a time right now, also in the time of worship, and we're continuing to worship, that you have your barbecue of honor, that you spend time with Jesus. He loves you so much. He honors you. And this is the basic of your life, being able 
to honor other people. So let's bow our heads, let's pray. I thank you, Jesus, that you are here. The same Jesus that was sitting with Peter and giving back him the honor and the dignity is sitting here with us right now through the Holy Spirit. I want to invite you, Holy Spirit, to lead us into these places of where we don't feel honored. Give us the honor. Show us right now here, right, right now here while we are sitting that you love us so much. And out of that, Jesus, I want to make a decision. I need these times with you in order to also eat from this vitamin D and do good.